And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Greenlight Reviews is back, this time to review something, which is what we do. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Right now, Ann, we're going to review Revolutionary Road. It was directed by Sam Mendes, and it stars Kate Winslet, who plays April Wheeler, and playing her husband, Leonardo DiCaprio, who plays Frank Wheeler. This takes place in the 1950s, Anne. Right. And you will notice immediately that all the men are wearing bad gray flannel suits uh-huh. and fedoras. Everybody smokes cigarettes. The women all wear kind of house dresses, nice little house dresses. Very red lipstick. <laughs> yes. As they putter around their homes in Connecticut, the Wheelers live on Revolutionary Road. Mm-hmm in kind of an old house. Of course, we get to see the inside of their house, and we get to see their furniture Mm -hmm. and the taste in furniture and decoration that was so prevalent back in the 1950s. Some of the scenes actually look like Diane Arbus photographs. And you're right. We meet them first when they first meet each other at a party. Their eyes meet across the room. It's a very romantic moment. Yes, it is. A minute later, we are 10 years into the future, now really into the heavy part of the 50s, and these two people have been married for 10 years, and they absolutely despise each other. Mm. And I don't know what to say about this film. (laughs) I think that the acting by the two leads was wonderful, but this is the most depressing film I've seen in years. Yeah, I was so depressed, but I was also irritated and very ticked off and very angry with Frank and April because they whine and complain about their lives and... Okay, so their lives are a little bit dreary and a little bit average. They have a scintilla of creativity or just plain good sense to know how to fix them. I think one is as bored with life as one is boring. And these two people are boring, I'm sorry to say. They are a pitiful couple who consider themselves honestly entitled to a life of greatness because somebody someplace in life has told them that they were pretty or that they were different from the rest of the crowd and that they should have a fabulous life. Well, they didn't earn it. They didn't do anything. They did not do anything. They are pretty, certainly. These are two very beautiful actors and two very good actors. But in the film, Frank Wheeler works for a company that one might believe was IBM. They called it something else. He is in a low-level job or a kind of a mid-level job. He works in this horrible office. It's a terrible place to work. It's killing him. His wife, April, stays at home and takes care of their two children. And we only see them for a very little bit towards the beginning of the movie, and then they kind of disappear, which is a good thing, because you don't want to have screaming, cursing fights like these two people do when their kids are asleep in the next room. Well, you know, Les, you're talking about the kids disappearing from the film. Look, there are a lot of plot problems with this. I don't think the writing was very good. In fact, I think it's rather sloppy. And, you know, I don't think any film is great when you have kids that are introduced in the first 20 minutes, and then all of a sudden, they're never seen again. I mean, that doesn't make any sense at all. These two people continue to argue for two hours over virtually nothing. They argue because they don't like their lives. She wants to go to Paris because she thinks that will save whatever their strained marriage is at the moment, and he sort of buys into it until he learns that she's pregnant with yet their third child, and All of a sudden, that plan unravels. Well, he's also gotten a raise at his own job. 
Yes, he's been offered a somewhat better job. But there's another subplot that I think doesn't work in the film, and that involves Kathy Bates, the actress Kathy Bates, who plays a busybody real estate lady who actually sold Frank and April their home. And she knocks on the door one day and asks April if she can bring her son by for a little visit or a little cocktail party or something like that. It's never really clear. April agrees. But of course, this lady informs her that her son is coming out of the state mental institution where he has gone through shock therapy. First of all, why would you inflict this pressure and stress upon your friends to have them entertain your son? And then why indeed would Frank and April not only allow him to come over to the house and totally destroy whatever the conversation was that evening, but then invite him back a second time. This role is played by Michael Shannon. Everybody is carrying on that this is a great actor, that he should be up for an Oscar. I didn't think he was all that special. He was okay. This is a terrible person who has no edit function between his his brain and his mouth. And the things he says to both of them, especially to Leo DiCaprio, to Frank, I would have punched somebody in the mouth. I don't care if they'd been in a mental institution or not. You don't sit in my dining room and talk to me like that. I think Frank and April are really cardboard caricatures. You know, these are two characters who believe that greatness is a gift and that it should not be earned. And this is a philosophy that, frankly, galls me. It grates on you after a while when you're the audience. And, you know, after a bit, Frank and April begin to look like these two spoiled kids who are now in their late 20s. If they can't figure out what to do with their lives, you know, then why inflict it upon me? And then she conducts her life in such a terrible way. She inflicts such pain upon her husband for absolutely all the wrong reasons. It's just unconscionable. Well, they're not going to bother me anymore because I'm not going to go see this film again because of the performances of Leo DiCaprio and of Kate Winslet. I am giving it a yellow light, but it's not a strong, vibrant yellow light either. I was looking so forward to this film, to seeing these two actors together again, but uh, I was very, very disappointed, so it's a yellow light from me. And I can't wait to hear what you're going to give it. Well, I guess you can tell from what I've already said, Les, that I really didn't care for Revolutionary Road all that much. Frankly, even though the acting is very, very good, I just can't think of anyone that I can recommend this movie to. So for me, the only light at the end of Revolutionary Road is a red one. Okay. So a red light for Revolutionary Road from Ann Elder. I'm giving it a flickering yellow light. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network.